We are joined here on Inside the Nest by the OGs, Brandon Sutton and Barkley Miller. We'll hear from quarterback Trey Wine and running back Sonny Smith here shortly. And guys, to start it out with a 14-0 win against North Carolina A&T, you know, in our score predictions, I thought it was going to be a close game. I didn't think it was going to be 14-0. And I think what that speaks to for Kennesaw State is you won, and what you did a lot of things well, I think the attitude was well. The execution was off a little bit with three turnovers, Two unforced, one credit the A&T defensive lineman that you guys both spoke to in the broadcast, had a great play in the interception. But you turn it over three times and you still shut out a very impressive opponent, a quality opponent that were receiving votes in the poll preseason top 25 in North Carolina A&T. And Brandon, we'll start with you and then go to Barkley. But overall, what are your thoughts on a homecoming win in front of the largest crowd in KSU history? Well, overall, uh, a win is a win. You can't beat that. It's it's a good thing to get a W in the in the win column. And it's just first things first in that game, sloppy on the offensive side of the ball. Things didn't go as we planned, which can happen in any game, and things just started to fall apart a little bit. But we were able to get things back on track and pull things together for the 14-0 victory. And from the defense side of the ball, they played a heck of a ball game. It was a slugfest. They were going at it with this NCAA&T offense, and they were just doing everything they can. They kept kept them out of the end zone the entire game. Yeah, no, Brandon's right. Uh, I'm going to build off him. It, the, a win's a win, and not only that, on top of that, Brandon, a conference win is win. The Big South Conference isn't no slouch. A bunch of these teams in here are very quality opponents. So whenever you beat a team like North Carolina A&T and the way that the defense got after it, I mean, you can't be mad at that. Brandon's right, though. The offense does have things to clean up, which I think going into this week at Campbell is going to be a good opportunity for them to do so. Campbell struggled against the triple option a few times. That was a slugfest last time they went out there. And I was happy to see – the front seven just kind of dominate that game on the defensive side of the ball against a Brandon, what was it like for you on the sideline, seeing the ebbs and flow of a game and, and the celebration, the energy at the end? Being down there, it was really interesting because, like, it, it kind of felt like I was back down there playing the game because I was just able to stay in the flow of things, move with the offense, move with the defense. As, as the exciting plays were happening, I was able to just feel the energy of the players coming off the field, just moving into the crowd, and just being able to just feel how – having that nearly so, I mean, that absolutely packed house, how it affected those guys down there on the field. It was just a really great experience. And I'm just, it was great to see how it just impacted those guys and everything was amazing. I mean, how everything greatly played out. You know, Jordan and I were talking, you were like Barkley Miller down there. You're just a celebrity with everyone, having all sorts of conversations, chitting, chatting with the whole stadium. We, we had 9,500 people. You probably talked to 9,400 at least. Hey, what can I say? When you're down there on the field and you look kind of familiar, everybody wants to talk to you. <laughs> Barkley, I, I got to ask you this question. What team's going to be successful running the football against Kennesaw State? Because even we talked about in Georgia Tech, relative to the expectations of uh, the talent and the size disparity, I don't think the Jackets measured up in the run game. But who's going to run the football against the Owls in 2021? Is it going to be any team? No, and I don't think anybody's going to run the ball against Kennesaw State. Hey, those guys up front, like I said earlier, Travis, Desmond, Tyler, those guys, they get after it, and they are a force to be reckoned with. Coach Klein has done such a great job with those guys on the interior. And, you know, nowadays it's mostly all zone stuff, inside zone, zone read. And with those big old space eaters in there and the way that they get after it, it I'd be shocked if anybody eclipses 150 yards against these guys. 
Well, it's going to be a test again this Saturday on the road against Campbell, a four o'clock kick on ESPN Plus, and you can listen to us on the KSU Owls app, KSUowls.com, and tune in radio. Last time these two teams met, it was a slugfest. Back and forth, Kennesaw State had to erase a two-score deficit to win on the road, go through a few quarterbacks in that ball game too, and prevail 38-35. Campbell just got up for Monmouth. Uh, a tight game early on. Monmouth pulled away to win 34-17. to So we talked about this a little bit Saturday, guys, and I'll start with you, Brandon, is you're going to get the best from Campbell. This is a team that's backed up into a corner. They have now no margin for error. And the Big South losing their first game to two and one, uh, lose to KSU, then you're two and two. You're behind the leaders in the conference. I don't want to say this is fully the season for Campbell, but if they have aspirations of a Big South and playoff run, they have to win Saturday. And you hit it right there. If if they want to if they want to continue their dream of postseason play and being able to stay in this conference, they are going to need to come out and try to win this game on Saturday. So I feel that Kennesaw State is just like every other week. Continually, they're going to get the other team's best shot Mm -hmm. this is what they're going to try to put up as their super bowl which they'll try to do every week because they need wins in order to win this conference so this going into this weekend kennesaw state is going to be looking at another opponent that's coming to hit the target that's on their back once again yeah i believe coach bohannon said it before campbell's backed up into a corner here you're going to get their best game and you're going to get their best game anyway just because you're kennesaw state ever since Kennesaw State won those back-to-back conference championships in the Big South. They have been the mark. Now, it's kind of transferred a little bit into Monmouth, but for whatever reason, my feel, whenever we go to these different stadiums and even host them at home, Kennesaw State still carries that mantra of everyone wants to come in and beat them. I think a little bit of that is the triple option branding. You know, it kind of makes you the the bad guy of whatever conference you're in because they're all oh, – they run the triple option and everyone complains about it, but – as we've seen, it's very effective. Um, everyone knows I'm a triple option sympathizer. I love it. And, and I, I think that, like Brandon said, we are, we're going to get Campbell's best game because they are backed up in a corner. They want to win the Big South. They've been building for several years now and just really haven't gotten over that hump. Mm-hmm. And if they get a big win Saturday, that's a good way to start it. I, I caught that one. That <laughs> didn't like get past me, Barkley. You I caught like it. Nice work. Nice work, my friend. <laughs> Uh, you're right. This is a Campbell team. And I, I've known Campbell since I, my first job in college athletics outside of school was at Jacksonville University, which used to be in the PFL along with Campbell. And the PFL is non-scholarship football. These dudes, I kid you not, had like 30 redshirt seniors while you're up there. And I'm thinking, how, how does non-scholarship have 30 seniors? Redshirt seniors on its roster paying for five years of school. Well, they've had the idea they were going to be going scholarship. They've known this for a while. So you're exactly right, Barkley. This isn't, you know, hey, let's kind of figure out the Big South. They've had plans on this for a while. And this would be, I mean, the signature win of the Mike Minter error. So I think you all both are exactly right. Kennesaw State will get the absolute best from Campbell. They like to air it out. They have big offense and defensive linemen, which I think has been a reason why they've been able to hang uh, and some FBS games for a quarter or two at times. Uh, they got blown up by Liberty this year, but they were able to do a couple of things and they have before. So going to be a fun one. Four o'clock Saturday, the Owls and the Camels of Campbell University. Coming up next here on Inside the Nest, it's a blast from the past here for episode number 100 with quarterback Trey White joining us, looking back at his time at KSU and thoughts on the current team. Trey White joins us next here on ITN.
And now we are joined by Trey White, a familiar name for Kennesaw State fans. He joins the OGs, a reunion of the OGs here with Barkley, Brandon, and now Trey White. Trey, first start out with where are you joining us from and, and what's an update on life right now for you? Yep, I'm joining y'all from Austin, Texas. Um, moved out here about a year and a half ago. Um, there's a niche of pharmacies called long-term care. Um, so we serve nursing homes and the residents in the nursing homes. Um, so I've been out here in Texas for a year and a half. Um, I miss Georgia, but uh, Texas, we're doing just fine out here. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose out there? <laughs> no doubt. Legends never die. Well, Trey, thanks for joining us. And with this being episode number 100 of Inside the Nest, wanted to have somebody like yourself as part of the foundation of this program uh, to look back at their time at KSU, but then also talk about the present right now. So I'm going to hand it over to these guys, the OGs that know you a lot better than I do, Barkley and Brandon, and I'll let you all take this interview. Hey, what's up, Trey? Long time no see, man. Uh, first thing first. <laughs> So, man, uh, going back to those first starting days out, up here at KSU, I remember you remember those grueling summers just prepping for those first games and just <laughs> getting ready. Like, what was that coming from you just uh, being QB1 that first year? Well, man, it's great thinking back on all this stuff. Um, you know, for me, it was interesting because, you know, I was a transfer and, you know, y'all had all kind of signed together. And while I was an upperclassman, um, you know, we were all on the same page as far as, no one had done anything for the program yet because there hadn't been any games. Um, so even though I felt like I, you know, could bring leadership and I was an upperclassman, you know, you had to kind of use those um, workouts and practices to kind of earn your keep, if you will, to kind of earn that, uh, I guess, re respect from you guys in the, uh, in the locker room. So um, luckily we had what almost felt like two years of just practicing. Um, so we had a lot of opportunities for that, which, you know, myself and you guys obviously went through. Oh, yeah. And, and our, I can promise you, I remember every single day of it clears, clears day. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just just so coming going from just your time here at KSU, what are your thoughts on the team now? And like, how has it grown from like what we were doing when we first started things up back in uh, 2015? For sure. I mean, obviously, I think the key thing is there's some things that haven't changed, right? Um, you know, everything from, you know, effort, attitude, toughness to, to Coach Bohan and, and the program, you know, those are the things, the pillars that, you know, I, I think have been the reason why we've been such a successful, you know, program. What are we, the most successful um, record in a college program in the first five years? Um, so that's, that's something to hang your hat on. But as far as this team goes, um, you know, it, it's definitely different, not uh, – not seeing my OGs out there what this is um, one of the first years where you know if you don't follow it you know I don't, I don't we didn't I didn't play with any of these guys so um, that's that's definitely different but from the first game to to where we are now um, you know obviously the offense has improved greatly um, but that that kind of happens right the offense takes a little bit more time to develop especially with the triple option um, but I, I love what I see I um, mean you know, I, I had a chance to come back to Atlanta um, for the Georgia Tech game and I'm not saying we necessarily needed that loss, um, but, you know, whenever, you know, that can happen early in the season, it really, uh, I think, gives the team, you know, a little extra motivation to uh, to step it up a little bit. And, and definitely. Oh, we, yeah. We recently felt that a few years back in the uh, when we had the season opening loss to Sanford. So, like, that loss actually helped us propel us deeper into the playoffs that season. So, um, but, yeah, man, just going off of all that, and uh, let me pass it over yeah. to Barclay. I'm sure he wants to ask you plenty of stuff, man. 
Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's, that's what I was going to say. I was like, you know, an opening loss, especially one to the magnitude of Georgia tech, I feel like can really help a team take those necessary steps. And we talked about a little bit, Brandon, how it's been hard for the guys since the OGs have left to really find their own place in the Kennesaw state football world, because they always kind of had the OGs to lean back on, you know, kind of like, for us, yeah, you're right. I mean, you were on the same level as us to say, but guys like you, Derek Farrow, Malik, you know, we kind of got to lean on y'all a little bit because of y'all's experience and knowledge playing somewhere else. And I, I just want to point out, it was my idea to get you on the podcast, the QB1, on the 100th episode of Inside the Nest. Uh, but to your point, though, Trey, you, you've gotten to see this offense transform a lot, as well as the defense. What do you think? are going to be the biggest steps to kind of take that next step and win the Big South without OGs on the roster, which these guys have yet to do the past two years. Yeah, um, I think leadership is a big thing. Um, like you, I think that's a major thing of what you're getting at, Barkley, about the OGs. Um, but, man, I've seen it in the past two weeks. You know, look, I watch every game. I, I love it. But uh, I think you can definitely tell, you know, like I said, especially after that Georgia Tech loss, um, you know, maybe a more sense of togetherness. Um, you know, I, I think offensively, um, you know, uh, Xavier Shepard is playing really, really well. Um, and, you know, the quarterback in this offense is kind of the catalyst. Um, so you're seeing a lot more, I guess, distribution of the ball on offense, um, which I like to see. Um, defensively, I got a question um, for you, Barkley. What do you think of uh, kind of like our front seven right now? Um, I know we've been a little beat up, but, you know, how, how do you think we've looked so far? Man, you're right. Those guys are beat up, but they are so talented. That That's something to me, Trey, that is different from whenever we played to now. The kids that play there now, we would have killed to get the, like, talent that some of these kids have. I mean, it, it's nuts. You look at a guy like Travis Bell and even whenever you look at X or Chance Bates and then a, a guy who transferred in, Thompson. You well, a guy hey, like hey, just to interrupt you real quick. It's kind of the same thing across the board. I remember when I left, a quick little funny story. I go, uh, Coach Bo, Coach Chestnut, I'll be the worst quarterback y'all will ever recruit ever again. Um, <laughs> just because, man, they are getting some studs in. It's uh, it's great to see. It's great to see. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And like I said, going back to it, guys like Evan Thompson, I mean, the front seven for this Kennesaw State defense has just been – the anchor of them. The, the DBs have gotten a little – they've gotten coached up a lot from Coach Stafford. I think he's done a phenomenal job throughout the year. And personally, I think that's where it still needs to take that next and grow with the front seven. Just like this last week against A&T, they only gave up 37 rushing yards, man. And A&T tries to run the ball. That wasn't for lack of trying. I believe they had like 36 attempts. I believe they had 36 attempts. And 36 got, uh, for 33? That's ridiculous. Yeah, for 33. Something crazy like that, man. I mean, the front seven has just dominated. So, Trey, I got a question for you talking about saying, hey, that's going to be the worst QB you've ever recruited. Looking back at it now, you had a quarterback underneath you, Chandler Burks, who's now coaching here. Despite yeah. KSU playing in just its seventh season, a lot has transpired. Tell us a little bit more about Coach Burks in his early days when he was learning the offense from you. Well, I guess first off, I'd like to say I'm glad I treated him well because now when I text him and need some inside info, he answers. 
that was a good <laughs> play on my part. Um, no, from from day one, um, I knew, especially competition wise, just uh, I guess early on, you know, kind of training with him a little bit, like before, I guess, on the field practice. Um, you, you could tell he was a very, you know, very cerebral player. Um, yeah, obviously saw some of his uh, high school highlights, um, but knew he was a great athlete. But just from day one, you know, kind of seeing the way he looked at the game, cerebral, you know, wanted to be a student of the game. Um, that's where very early on, I believe it was uh, Coach Daniels, our receiver coach at the time, he, I think he bet his life savings that Chandler would be a coach. Um, and early on, Chandler wanted no part of it. Um, but here we are. He, he, is, he is a coach. So, um, you know, he, he, when, I, when I got injured and he had to go in, I, in the bottom of my heart, I knew um, we were going to be completely fine. Um, just because, you know, like I said, being a student of the game and also being, you know, athletic and, and a, uh, a, ball, a playmaker like he is, um, it was real exciting to see. And, you know, we happen to be good friends. So um, that, that's, that's what made it really cool. So a little birdie told me first touchdown scored at fifth third bank stadium. Somebody went in the student section. Is this true? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Yes. Honestly, I, I really, it, it wasn't planned. And I remember after it happened, you know, it was kind of like one of those blackout moments, you know, I mean, it, it was just an unreal experience. Like, you know, you've been, like we've been talking about, you've been practicing for two years. Um, we finally get that home game. And, yeah, I scored. Um, I believe it was the first offensive touchdown. Um, unfortunately, Izzy, I think he got a defensive touchdown that game, which how does Izzy get our first touchdown at fifth third bank? It makes no sense. It's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I, I jumped in the student section. Um, and I remember uh, – can't remember if it was Malik or someone said, you can't do that. And I was so shocked. Like, wait, you can't? I guess <laughs> I forgot it was college football. Yeah, you can't do that. But um, it was a great experience. You know, I think the whole O-line joined me after. Um, so they all got some fun out of it, too. It was worth penalty period, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trey, we really do appreciate you joining us here on Inside the Nest. Great to catch up with you. Glad to hear that you're doing well. Is there anything else related to being an alumnus of not just Kennesaw State, but Kennesaw State football that you have found to be very unique and enjoyable this year, watching the Owls, keeping up with the Owls, talking with fellow alumni? Yeah, I mean, I would say uh, the biggest thing right now is the fact that, um, you know, we're connected, all these friendships we made, you know, throughout the practices and and the 5 a.m., you know, Coach K, you know, runs we had to do, all that stuff, you know, being able to stay connected. Um, one thing I've been super lucky to kind of be included on and um, be set, he'll, he'll be included on it. But I know Barkley and I have been working on kind of the KSU um, football alumni. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be getting some tailgates and stuff together and, and um, really try and build on that presence. You know, you asked me about it. Well, hopefully here in a, in a year or two, you know, we'll be able to kind of ask you, hey, how do you think? you know, this KSU football alumni is doing because, you know, we're going to be, you know, trying to you know, make a difference in the community um, with, you know, some fundraising and, and things like that. So, you know, the goal right now, yes, being able to stay connected with all your ex-teammates is great, um, but we want to, you know, kind of take that another step further and, and have an impact, um, you know, on the community. 
And you know, man, I'm definitely, I'm 100% down. I'm down to help out. And I'm really excited to hope we can grow this thing just to get everybody involved, get all the past players to the games and just be able to have everybody together because just being out yeah. here and just building that bond, it was so great. And just, I just want to see it continue on and just keep growing. Yeah. And, and kind of another piece to that too is, you know, especially like when you bring recruits and stuff to the game, like to see those former players like still involved with it and still locked in. I mean, that, that's got to make, um, it's got to at least show them like, you know, the former players still care, which, you know, we do. Um, so I just, I love you guys and uh, thanks for having me on. Trey, thanks yeah, for man, coming. Trey. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'm, I'm going to be back. Uh, Barkley, we'll talk about it. I'll be back for a, a home game in fifth third this year. So uh, we'll link up. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. We're, we're looking forward to it. Maybe you can come up to the booth and we'll have a little guest segment. That'd be fun. I'm hey. all about it. <laughs> Uh, that's probably the only time we'll catch bark like he's pretty big time pregame so lucky lucky if you see him don't don't let him fool you big time pregame and at halftime he had a big halftime there the uh the other day congratulations (laughs) what can i say guys i'm a i'm a showman i I can't i can't help it It, i am who i am no one don't (laughs) let him get away with that (laughs) (laughs) that's why we got brandon here to keep him in line trey thanks again buddy look forward to seeing you at the home game all right y'all go out Today tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all. Like cushions and popcorn. And counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Like we belong here and now. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. At Fifth Third Bank, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Just look at our name, Fifth Third. Five-thirds equals 166.7%. So, according to the laws of mathematics, we are obligated to put 166.7% into everything we do. From our great customer service, to our security solutions, to providing you access to over 45,000 fee-free ATMs nationwide. This is banking a Fifth Third better. Learn more at 53.com. Fifth Third Bank, member FDIC. We're now joined by slot back Sonny Smith as Kennesaw State enjoyed a 14-0 win against North Carolina A&T and gets set for Campbell 4 o'clock on the road this Saturday. Sonny, you played a big part in the win because both scores by Xavier Shepard were set up by big pass receptions in the red zone for you. And it wasn't like, hey, Sonny was open, throw it to him, dance out of bounds. No, you shed defenders twice, had two highlight reel plays, came less than a yard away from finding Sports Center top 10 on just you can't even do that in Madden. Like when you're blanketed that much in Madden, you can't get away from the defender. You found a way to get off. You went airborne, an extremely athletic play. First and foremost, how much did you enjoy the win after with your teammates? Great energy from the crowd, great energy from you know, the players, everybody bought there's a whole bunch of energy around the stadium. I loved it. You know, when went like that with the most, you know, students and fans mm-hmm. and Kennesaw Nation, you know, it's you, you got to love it. You know, homecoming, it's, it, it don't get no better. It <laughs> definitely don't get no better. Well, I want to go through those two receptions before I turn it over here to Brandon. Mm-hmm. Going back to the first reception, you were wide open, had a sun in your eyes, I think maybe a little bit, yeah. spun off a defender, Walk me back through that play from pre-snap and then 
finding yourself open, making the catch, getting off a defender. Just walk me through the whole thing from the beginning, if you can. Okay, so looked over to the sidelines, got the call, and the play is initially is not supposed to go to me, but I run, I run at full speed no matter what. So once the play started, I seen green grass, and I immediately turned, and the sun was just in my eyes, and that's why I didn't catch it with my hands. I kind of cradled it, you know, like a baby. So after that, I seen a pylon and seen one defender, stiff arm him and tried to, I don't know where the other defender came from, looked on film. It's crazy how you made that play. And I was just trying to, you know, wheel my way into the end zone and definitely, definitely brought a whole, that's when my drilling was just kicking in. And then, yeah. And then the second play was late in the ball game. And you had a defender on who I think is called for holding. Mm-hmm. I think the defender yeah, was called yeah. for holding, mm-hmm. caught it, and just muscled your way off of him, turned down the sideline, went airborne. If you haven't seen it, just go back and, and follow Kennesaw State FB on Instagram or Twitter. There's a great slow-mo of it. Go airborne, put the ball down right near the pylon. Walk me back through that play, too. <laughs> because you weren't wide open, unlike the previous I, one. I, I wasn't. And to be honest, I didn't know X was going to throw it to me because the dude was holding me. I beat him off the line, so I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I'm going to be wide open. He held me, so X was still looking my way, so I knew it was going to be a tough, you know, gritty catch. After that, he was on he was on my right side, and I spent off, and when I seen the pylon, I already knew in my head, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get in the end zone, if that's whatever it takes, and um, I'm all for the big plays, acrobatic plays, you know, I, I got a lot of confidence in my body. So when I seen him, I didn't know how far I was, you know, I probably would have done, <laughs> done something different, but you know, I, I thought I could do it. And, you know, I didn't realize how tall he was either, but I was, you know, coach constantly says, you know, you know, what are you willing to sacrifice, giving your body up, eat and all that was going through my head. And I already knew, I'm finna get in this end zone. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm finna just wheel my way into the end zone and then jumped up. And then I tried to, I tried to put the ball in the, um, in the pot line mm-hmm. and I bring it back. Cause I didn't want to fumble. You know, the big <laughs> player turned to waste because of, you know, so after that, I was just, man, the, the energy, my adrenaline, it was just great play. Great play. Sonny Smith running back from Kennesaw State joining us here on Inside the Nest. Brandon, I'll turn it over to you. So, man, that, that second catch, that one, that was that was the one for me. That's that's the one that got me, got me looking. So in, in that moment, you're sitting there, got got a guy on you, just holding, holding the mess out of your jersey. And you just somehow you snap your head up, ball's there. In that moment, in that adrenaline, where's where's that willpower come from? Just say, hey, I gotta get this guy off my back and I gotta get this ball in the end zone. Because I know that's something Coach Chestnut and this offensive staff loves. Definitely. Um, man, I just, I love to compete at the end. I love to compete. I don't like to lose on a play, a snap anytime. So each play, I I, I don't want to lose. And at that moment, you know, I'm already made it. I'm, I'm already thinking I made the catch. I got to finish it. I got to, <laughs> you know, I got to finish it, you know, and he was holding me and yeah. So I, I just had to finish that. I had to finish that playoff. Hey, we know it. The way Coach Chester preached, finishing the end zone. Uh, finishing the end zone. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so as we're, we keep going through this game, and just we we continue to see you making these big plays, big plays, and and just what? How do you prepare yourself going into each and every game? Just hey, what is it more of a visualization or just 
hey, I know what to do. If it's my time, my play, my number gets called. Um, before the game, Coach Bo Hannon says every game, you know, visualize the game, visualize yourself making big plays, visual, visualize yourself making blocks, visualize yourself just actually knowing the pace, knowing the plays and just, you know, I, I do that from on Monday. So <laughs> this, you know, once the game, once we have a new opponent, I'm just thinking, okay, this on this play, you know, I'm, I'm expecting the safety to do this. I'm expecting this, that, and that. You know, this might happen. This might happen. And, you know, in the game, in the football game, anything can happen. And my mind, that's how I think anything can happen. You know, I could catch a ball. This could happen. I could run a ball. And I could break this tackle. So I, throughout the week, I'm just preparing myself for anything adversity hits. And that's how, you know, I get ready. And then I look at how my favorite running back is Barry Sanders. I look at his highlights. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I kind of – I don't want to say I mimic my game off of Barry Sanders, you know, because I feel like I have my own game. But the way he plays, his instincts, you know, you, you don't really – when I'm out there, you know, it's good to think, but I'm off of instincts. I'm off of, you know, really – yeah, just instincts. You know, just, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even talk about it. Just, yeah, I can't, I got it. You can't think when you're out there because you're not supposed to – it's, when you think too much about it, you stink. You, you just you you may you, you think oh you overthink. And then so when I'm out there, I don't think I just instincts. I play play fast instincts. Yeah. And I know it. Knowing your play, man, and just having everything ready to go. Hey, let's pass it over to my man Barkley. Right, he's got a few for you. Yeah. Yes, Sonny. Hey, man. Uh, I just wanted to say I, I really I appreciate grit and attitude you play with out there, man. If you could speak a little bit to like where that comes from, like what's your why? Obviously, you've gone to a different, a few different schools and landed at Kennesaw State, and you know that takes a lot. There's a lot of guys who go somewhere they don't fit, they just kind of hang their cleats up. So, so like, what's your why? What is what makes you just want to go out there and ball the way you do? Uh, my why, um, first, I have to get to my family. Um, my family has been so supportive for me since I was a little boy, you know, and every game either is five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock, you know, 45 miles out, an hour out, you know, they was just there for me. And, you know, I'm grateful for that because they don't have to do that. They can just, I can come home and they can just be like, how was the game? But, you know, my sisters even, you know, my sisters do not like football, but they'll come <laughs> to watch me play. You know, I'm, I really appreciate that. I love them for that. And second, um, I just, I love the game and the brotherhood that, you know, these, you got friends in high school, you got friends in this and that, but the friends you on this football team is, they're not even friends, they're brothers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You wake up early in the morning with them, work out, you know, go through pain with them, go through early mornings, late nights, all these hard practices, and, you know, I'm grateful for that. I didn't grow up with no brothers, so I really appreciate that too, all the friendships and that's come with this game. And I just love to compete. I just love, I just love to compete. I love going out there battling against somebody else who wants to beat me that's just it brings another energy to you know to what my mentality is heck yeah man no that's that's awesome that's awesome and I think a lot of guys can really you know relate to that and you know that that's a lot of people's why the family you know that that was definitely one of my big ones when I played there Brandon's too you know you, you go you do it for them uh, going back to your journey a little bit, though, man, what was the hardest part of your journey before you got to Kennesaw State? I mean, you, you definitely have a story to tell. Uh, my hardest journey, um, my hardest journey, let me, let me see. 
I want to say me, a time period where I wasn't playing football and I still had to be in a, a football-ready mode, you know. So I'm down where I play football again, Warren, if I would play football and still, you know, just being ready, you know, just in case something happens. You know, I, I got a lot of faith in my ability, got faith in God. So when I wasn't playing football, and that's why I love my family too, my parents is like, you know, anything can happen, just still young, this, that, and that. And just going through that period, because playing football all my life, and then two years not playing football, you know, I'm thinking like, well, can I still play? Am I fast enough? You know, I, I've been out the game for so long. I don't want to quit because I just know I, in my mind, I don't want to quit. But, you know, I should I just hang up the cleats. And that was probably the hardest journey. Um, and seeing other people, seeing other people play that I played against, I played with, still ball, that, you know, that hurt me. But at the end of the day, I was still, I was so content of playing. I still worked out every day, trained every day like I was on a football team. Um, at uh, at Jacksonville, when I didn't make the team, I would watch their practices just so I can just have, you know, football, just so I won't be so far from the game. You mm. know, I'm not playing, but I'm still kind of into the game in a little bit. So that was the hardest journey, whether or not if, if I'm going to still play in football again. Well, Sonny, for those that don't know, tell us your timeline from your senior year in high school and where you look to go into college to this year at Kennesaw State, what, what all had transpired and how were you able to get where you are right now? So senior, senior year out of high school, um, didn't have a lot of offers. I only had one offer. And um, to me, you know, I'm going to keep my humility. I think I was a great player in high school. You know, I played defense, led, led the state in tackles, I think, two years, you know, defense player of the year. So I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go, you know, maybe not Auburn, maybe not Alabama. You know, I was still being realistic at, at a time, but I still, I, I could play for a good school. So the only offer was Kentucky Christian and they wanted me to play running back, which I was fine with. Cause I just, I just love the game. I can play anywhere. So went up there, was worried about starting, you know, as I played four years as a linebacker and then playing collegiate football. Collegiate football is collegiate football no matter what division. So, you know, I was like, I'm playing running back for college. Like, I'm definitely not going to start as a freshman. So went up there, started as a freshman, you know, had, had a good season for, for a freshman running back. I had a good season and got all, I think, all NA conference running back for um, Kentucky Christian. Um, but i never been so far away from home. It was just kind of, I got homesick. You know, me seeing my see my family three days, you know, every day to not seeing them only two times Thanksgiving, Christmas. So I was like, I can't do this, you know. And to me, I wanted to not only that, I feel like I could play somewhere better, you know. So it was a good experience. You know, I think Kentucky Christian, um, the coaches, you know, the memories there, but I felt like I could have played better. So transferred to Jacksonville, transferred to Jacksonville State, tried out. Um, didn't didn't make the team because of some like the, my Kentucky Christian credits didn't didn't come in. So I came in as a freshman. It was weird. Something weird happened. You know, um, it was God though. I always <laughs> to this day, I'm like, you know, I don't believe in coincidence. That's God was really, you know. So I'm lucky that I even got into school. So I tried out, didn't make it. Was very, you know, very upset. I didn't make it, but I didn't let that stop me from working out. You know, 
getting good grades, working out, working out, still training. So um, I start next year. The next year, I tried out again and kind of it wasn't – I was working out with them, but I wasn't on the team. So it still wasn't enough for me. I'm just like – I'm I'm happy I got this. I'm working out with them in the weight room and this, that, and that. But I'm still don't. Uh, it's not where what I want. So that's the two year time period. I'm like, man, am I ever gonna play football again? You know, without I can't just keep transferring this, that, and that. My dad telling me, no, my mom telling me you can't run from your problems. Just you know, I'm like, mom, but like I I, I don't know. I I, I want to go somewhere else. This is not working. Two years. I want to wait until I'm you know old enough where I can't play no more. So um, the my third year, my parents were like, okay, just come back home and, you know, let's see what, what schools is here. So my sister, that went to Kennesaw State, she was like, let's go to Kennesaw. They got a very good football team. And I was like, that's, you know, I was like, this, this, that's too close to home. I still, you know, I'm, I'm, I was at an age, I was at an age where I was like, that's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of grown now. I don't want to be too close what, to home. What year was this and how old were you? Um... What year is that? I want to say 18 or 19. I, I was 20, 21. So, okay. summer, yeah. So I'm old enough. I'm like, no, I don't want to be that close to you, mama. You know, I, I love you, you know. <laughs> so tried out. Um, I heard Kennesaw um, was having a little tryouts. So applied here, got in, and then tried out here and still just worried, like, am I gonna pay, if I don't make this team, what am I going to do? Because, you know, it can't be my athletic ability. You know, I, I really had a lot of confidence. It can't be my athletic ability. So tried out. Um, my parents came again. They came. My sisters came, you know, so looking at them, you know, just so supportive, man. I love them so, man. But so we went to breakfast and then the coaches were like, we're going to see, um, we're going to see our email. This is who made the team. So we all breakfast, like, everybody's shaking like you know you think you made it I, was like, I think I made it I think I made it so when I got news I made it it just it, it brought a different life to me but then it didn't let that that time period of me I was happy I was grateful but I knew it was just more work to do you know because mm -hmm. uh, walk on they don't know my name they don't know you know so I was like okay I'm happy now I'm happy now but I, I got work to do I can't be I can't be happy too long you know I'm grateful but I gotta keep on going so the first year I was on scout team and probably the best, ex, like, best, man, it was, that was a good time. Like, bet I was just, just be back in the game. And I didn't even care about scout team. I didn't even care. But I already knew in my head I wasn't going to play, on, you know, at the games, wasn't going to be on TV, wasn't going to travel. But just to, for not playing football two years and just to be on the field and put some pads on was I was just happy. I, mean, I was going to practice. I still am today, but I was just like, man, I'm going to practice, you know, with the boys again. Early morning workouts, five o'clock. Come, that's nothing, you know. I'm, gonna, you know, I'm just grateful for all the experiences. Then the next year, um, got a little plant. I think, dang, I feel like it was so long ago. I can't even. Yeah, next year I got a few little. And I think it was the spring season. Got a few. Um, got your first start. Got my first start. So I'm happy about that. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm really, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm content. I, I, I really love what I'm doing right now. You know, they know my name. I'm, I'm creating an identity for myself on the team. The coaches is gaining trust in me. And um, that season was a weird season. It was just that whole season was weird, but it gave me 
in that season, I really learned the offense. I really got a chance to dissect the offense, really learn the offense. The offense, we got a very mechanical offense with the steps from the everything is everything is is complex from the steps, from who to get, from actually this is the first time I had to realize what defense I'm going. I never, you know, mm-hmm. I never had to realize, okay, this defense is in this, this, this. So that means my man is right there. So just learning that was was definitely coming to me. And, you know, I was get, getting the feel. And then this summer, you know, had a great summer. You know, my body was feeling good. Lost a little bit of weight, fell a little faster. And then this year, you know, the rest is history. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to, we got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of work to do. And, but yeah. So was it last spring or the year before where you had an insane course load? That was my, that was actually the year, my first when I walked on. So I had to walk on and, you know, trying to keep my body. I haven't been in the game for long, for so long. So trying to keep my body right. I'm new to this, get my body right. This, 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 you know, keeping me healthy. And then Michael, my advisor, was like, okay, if you want to play, here's what you got to do. You got to take, I think, one, the fall semester, I took 18 credits. And then the spring semester, I took 21 credits. So, yeah, I never took that many classes, but that was, <laughs> you know, that was a lot of classes while playing football. And when he told me that, I was like, you know, this is going to, but the thing is, that was going to get me eligible and I wanted to play. So I was like, I got to get this done. At the end of the day, I got to get this done. I, I want to play. My family wants to see me play. You know, I got to get these grades in. And man, that was a tough time. Mm. 18 credits, 21 credits. It's still to this day, Michael's like, I don't know how you, you know, I don't know how you did it. I'm emailing my other advisors and they 21 credits. Yeah, dude, that's ridiculous. Like, I like I remember I, stressing I, I over like get, I had to get an override. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was saying, yeah, they usually don't let us take more than four. If you need the fifth one, they're like, you gotta go talk to the office. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, 21? 21. That's ridiculous, man. Irving's just like, here you go. Here's the whole yeah. course catalog. I take it all. <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got one more question for you, Sonny, that I know Barkley's gonna enjoy. Is your name on your roster, your official name is Irving Smith. Mm-hmm. Around the football program. You're known as Sonny Smith. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the difference between your your nickname and your real name. What's the history behind this? Um, so my Irving is the family name. So my my granddad's Irving Smith the senior, my dad's junior, and I'm third. So that's our that's our names. And my granddad has a nickname. My dad has a nickname and I got nicknames. So that's just kind of the tradition. You know, we don't know, nope, we don't go by Ir- we don't go by Irving. And my dad said when I was born, he loved the mobster movies, you know, Scarface, Goodfellas, and all that. And his his favorite movie was um The Godfather. And his favorite character was Sonny. And he said he just liked his mentality. He's liked his, you know, the way he just liked who Sonny was as a character. And you know, growing up, and it fit me because growing up, I was always just bringing energy, you know, energy 24-7, you know, I always had a bright, energetic personality about me, and it kind of, it fits me now, you know, if I, I, I like the, I, I like the name Sonny, it kind of fits me, and then I tell people my name's Sonny, so yeah. 
the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I was gonna, I literally was gonna ask you that question. Good, thanks for stealing it, Nolan. Uh, and I, I had a little call during the game on Saturday. Whenever you, uh, man, I thought you scored. Me and Nolan both did. Brandon did as well. We we thought that ball crossed over the pile, and I was like. He's sending North Carolina NT to sleep with the fishes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's well, Sonny, awesome. Thank you for joining us on this segment. We appreciate you guys. You got anything else here for Sonny slash Irving Smith III? <laughs> no, nah, man. I, I know you're trying to get back up to that locker room so you can head to the commons, oh, get you yeah, some food, <laughs> get you in for the night. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything, man. Thank you for joining us, though, and I, I love the way you play. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Love the family. We know you're concerned for your health, but rest assured, we are here for you. Our hospitals, health parks, and offices are open and taking every safety precaution so you can get the care you need. Wellstar, more than healthcare, people care. Okay, last segment, the scoreboard second. Sonny Smith sticks around with us to see if he will join the likes of Minnie and Al who have gotten the would you or the factor fiction portion correct, except for Zion. Poor Zion. Good thing he's playing well. <laughs> but we always start out with a little bit of, of would you rather here. So, Sonny, you can answer first. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched? So it can be an, an artifact, it go touch that football, anything you want. Or would you like to be able to talk to animals? Mm, that's a tough one. Mm. I love history. It's my favorite subject. But who wouldn't want to talk to? I mean, that's like, that's definitely talk to animals. My dog, a random, that bird that just flew across. <laughs> a fly, animals can be a fly, ants, definitely animals, yeah. That's a good one. Animals. Okay. Okay. And I, I'm going to agree with Sonny, but not for the same reason, because if I knew the history of everything I touched, I would probably touch nothing ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. Guys. I know where that's been. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands, everyone. <laughs> Barkley, what about you, bud? Yeah, I'm, I think it's going to be a clean sweep, but I definitely think it's easily talked to animals. Uh, I think there's a super a superhero who can talk to animals. So that's that gives away right there. But I do. I want to know what my dog's thinking, man. You know, you go to the zoo, see what those guys are thinking. I just think it'd be a really cool superpower to have. I'll make it a clean sweep. I want to know what animals think. I want to know what my dog thinks because I, I don't know what my dog thinks. My dog doesn't know what I say. Doesn't understand commands well. Does whatever he wants. So we need to we need to get on the same page. So clean sweep there. Okay. Fact or fiction? We'll give you a statement, Sonny. Uh, one statement's going to be fact. One statement's going to be fiction. You just tell us which is the truth and which one is incorrect. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'll look up the question here. Okay. The word Bible comes from the Greek biblion, and biblion means truth. Or a compass has 32 points. One's fact, one's fiction. Mm. Ah, this is... See, I don't know if you're pulling from the old uh, change one little fact on this book here. Let's see. Um, I'm going to say 
the compass has 32 points is fiction. Okay. You think the other one's the truth? Yeah. Okay. Trying to dig back to the one year of Latin I took in high school. <laughs> and oh. I, I, in the way I pronounced it could be completely wrong. They might have it a factor could, on it. Yeah. <laughs> it could be completely wrong. On it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going with Sonny. I, I, I agree. I think that the Compass one is fiction and the Bible one is fact. Okay. Unfortunately, I have to agree with the enemy on this one. Oh, oh. you agree with Barkley? <laughs> yes. Oh. Can I believe I'm trying to give this man a point? So, so y'all think a Compass doesn't have 32 points? I, I just feel like that's – that's No. How many points do you think a Compass has? 34. You said 24? What do you say, Barkley? 34. 34? Um – I honestly don't know. That, <laughs> that wasn't part of your 18 and then 21 hours of how many points a compass has? <laughs> honestly, I can't even answer that question. I don't even, you know. It's just one of the things you, like, never think about. He's like, like you, well, I need to know see, this. You know, you see a compass north, south, east, west. It's mm -hmm. like, they got points. Yeah. yeah. Well, Barkley, you were close because a compass actually has 32 points. What? Compass has 32 points. Oh, man. The word Bible comes from the Greek biblion. I may have, again, said that completely wrong. Uh, it was Greek to me. Biblion means book and not truth. It's book. Ah, it so, makes sense. <laughs> Sonny, makes I'm sense. sorry. Hey, I'm sorry you had to take sense. an L. Brandon and Barkley, I'm not sorry y'all took an L. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's on brand for me. <laughs> He's trying to drag me down with him, everybody. <laughs> That's going to do it for us, Sonny. We'll let you run. Head over to the Commons. Congrats on the winning. It's A&T. Best of luck to you in the Owls against Campbell this Saturday. Thank you, all Thank you. Thank you very much. For Sonny Smith, Brandon Sutton, and Barkley Miller, I'm Nolan Alexander. We'll see you Saturday, 4 o'clock. Listen to us in the KSU Owls app. Watch on ESPN+. And until next time, go Owls. Please.